What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Open Slate. This is going to be my very first guest episode in a very long time. And yeah, I have a very special guest Justin. What's up? Hey guys, it's very exciting to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And yeah, we finally um we got things rolling. Um first of all, how have you been? What have you been up to? I've been well, you know, just doing I don't know what I've been doing actually. I've been <laughs> wasting time lately. <laughs> yeah. I mean 2020 is over. How has your year been? Like honestly, before you answer, in terms of YouTube, we're going to get more, you know, in depth on that topic, but in terms of YouTube, I think you're killing it right now. Thank you. I like what you're doing and yeah, you are really really close to, you know, monetizing your stuff and like I've seen your work throughout this year. And yeah, I I've only started following like your work like properly this year and like you've been doing great. So how is how is 2020 been for you like if you look at it as a whole? Firstly, thanks a lot, man. It actually means quite a bit. Like whenever people tell me that they like what I'm doing, it actually means a lot. Like a lot of people have watched my stuff because they know me personally, not because they're invested into biking, and that really means a lot. And 2020, like it's been pretty well. It's going pretty well because. See, my target for the end of this year was around one lakh views, and I just crossed one twenty k yesterday. And the second thing was, I wanted a thousand subs. Thanks, I wanted a thousand subs. Okay, I'm pretty close. Like, I, according to my stats and estimates, by the tenth of the twentieth of Jan, I should be monetized, even including my watch hours and subscribers and everything. So I'm hoping that it's going to work out soon. And it's been fairly productive only this year. Like, I have. Like this, all this online fame, it's never really converted into offline fame because it's not like I'm really popular. It's just that very few people within Karnataka itself watch my stuff. So I'm bound to run into someone that I know. Like which did, it did happen. It's only happened once. It happened just two months into it, and it never happened after that. Really? Yeah. Like I mean, what was what was it like? So I just got my Z. And I went to get little work done, very basic work, and that was like just two months into starting YouTube, and I barely had like ten thousand views. And one person saw my bike, and my my bike has this very uh, this number plate that anyone will remember. So mine's a Z nine hundred, and the number plate is nine hundred, and it's a two thousand nineteen model, and it's KA nineteen. So like people tend to remember it, right? So you just gave away a lot of information first of all, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. There's still two letters that they don't know about. <laughs> True, true, true. Is it is it up on your YouTube or do you blur that? No, it's up on my YouTube. I don't blur it because there's nothing much they can do. They can just find out when my insurance lapses and <laughs> the name of the registered owner is. <laughs> okay, uh, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I yeah, that's what. Uh, after that, I went to get some work done, and one dude recognized my bike. Like he didn't know I'm JD Rides, and he saw this specific channel. He just recognized the bike. Then I told him, yeah, it's on this channel. He's like, yeah, yeah, I remember. I watched that video, so like majority of my audience are like ninety nine point six percent according to YouTube is ninety nine point six percent are men aged eighteen to thirty four living in India. So my that's, content that that is, is your target audience. Yes, that's exactly my target audience. But I was hoping a few more women would watch my stuff, but just point three percent is very less. Okay, yeah, like I. Like, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So that's what it's been. Pretty fun, actually. Like more than really getting into making videos, right? It was so fun. Like because 
my friends and I were the only ones who know what happens behind the camera, and it's so foolish and stupid. But yeah. in the end, they see only the stuff that I choose, right? So my friends they religiously watch, like my biking community, my bike biking group, they religiously watch whichever video they've been in mm-hmm. or other videos also. I hope <laughs> it's because they know exactly what all stupid stuff we pulled behind the camera to get what was on camera, and they just really enjoy it. So it's very fun to watch that. Yeah, and th- those boys are the only guys who know, like the parts <laughs> that you cut out. Those are the only guys who know. Yeah. yeah. That is very hilarious. So I feel okay. Um, do you have the same notion? Twenty twenty, the most or the group or community that is benefited, you know, out of this entire pandemic, everything that's happening, are content creators because they don't have to go out and do stuff. Like apart, like people like you, you have to because that's what your content revolves around. But people who do things like, you know, lifestyle videos and conspiracy theories and, you know, sports talk and analytics, they all can literally do their work at home. And I feel those are the only people who have been productive. Like people are going to office, eh, not so much, you know, because, you know, they're not in that work environment, but this was like the perfect setting for content creators who do all their stuff at home, like yeah. even gamers. See, what I feel about um, <clears throat> the challenge of content creating content, like during my during the lockdown and everything, it was so challenging for me to come up with the videos. I started like it was very noticeable in my videos that I was really desperate to just put out stuff. So the quantity increased, but the quality really dipped, and that reflected on my analytics, like my overall retention of the audience and the number of clicks that people like the impression ratio everything dropped but i don't think it, anyone really benefited yeah. because see like if you take example of say a fashion fashion blogger who gets products home and just reviews stuff and all of that right like these do have their own challenge because yeah. these people who are not dependent on other people who are affected by the lockdown okay wait okay so what i'm trying to say is even though they are indoors and the lockdown wouldn't affect them that much. Then the people who give them the stuff in the end, right? Like the delivery of that dress or whatever, those people are still under lockdown, right? So in mm-hmm. the end, she doesn't get material for her to review. Yeah, yeah. So like indirectly, I think it affected every content creator. Yeah, maybe. Because I'll tell you, fashion bloggers, one thing that has affected them is um the government banning all these Chinese apps. I don't know if you know, but one of the apps that got banned was Sheen. Yes, it was. How many people on Instagram have you seen tag yeah. Sheen and say, okay, this is from Sheen. And now all those tags have gone. Those people, I feel, them and TikTokers, they moved to Instagram Reels. Like TikTokers have moved to Instagram Reels. People who are tied up with Sheen, they're probably, you know, looking for other partners or whatever, like other sponsors. But um, yeah, let me ask you one thing. How did you get into YouTube? I'm pretty sure a lot of people have asked you, but uh, what what was it? Was it like just wanting to put your life out there? Or a lot of people do it just to connect with other bikers. What was your you know motive? See, uh, very few people in my biking community had GoPros. And even if they did, there were very few who would actually record stuff. Yeah. So I thought maybe it's interesting to start off recording. So I, rec- I started recording way before I had my Z and I had the my older Harley. I used to record on that. And it was just fun for me to share. And if you if I actually show you my backend, my creator studio on YouTube, a lot of my videos are private and unlisted. Uh, there are a lot of them are unlisted. It's because uh, unlisted videos can only be seen by people who have the link. Okay, so yeah. that's one thing. So what I do is I post some videos just for my own friends and just for us to see it because see, every ride is around 100 GB yeah. and I have this 
uh, hard drive that's around uh, eight or nine TB, and it gets full real quick, dude. So there's no there's no storage space. Yeah. So I just started posting stuff, and then I realized people actually like it. Like a, the, one of the first few videos I posted, I think right now has thirty thousand views, which is a big wow. chunk of all of my views. So the thing is, I noticed people liked it, so I started posting, and I don't know, I really enjoyed editing. Like now, I actually enjoy editing videos. Cause yeah, you can add, you can do it however you want. So no one's gonna tell you what to do, and yeah, yeah it's all you can add your own touches to it. And I feel like a lot of times in editing, it's like you get like a in your head at least, it's like you go through a highlight of everything that's gone into this video, and it's actually nice to think about it. Same thing when I'm editing podcasts, it's like you um a lot of times you forget some things that happened, and then when you watch it or you listen to it, you're like, oh. Sh- this happened yeah. <laughs> but yeah so yeah so what is your goal now with youtube like um what are you aiming to do like apart from monetizing i know that's been you know one of your goals ever since you started but um do you ever want to consider or try making youtube like a full-time thing or do you just want to be a part-time thing see one thing about See, I'll never, I'm never gonna, I'm not gonna lie about the money part. See, the money is important. It's gonna keep me yeah. motivated. But yeah, yeah. see, one thing I really noticed about YouTube is I have a couple of friends who do a lot of vlogging and they're full-time vloggers who have like what two lakh subs, twenty k mm-hmm. subs, fifty k subs. So one thing I noticed about them when they were telling me something is that they get paid yeah. as much as they get their full-time jobs, like what if they're a software engineer? One of them is an IT professional mm-hmm. and he gets paid the same amount on YouTube than on his job. So like the ad revenue he gets is the same as his full-time job. That's that's really sad because he's putting in more effort in his full-time job, but YouTube is what is giving him his good passive income because end of the day, he only spends one Sunday to ride and edit a video and just post it. That's all his effort is. And it's not even like a burden. It's something that he likes yeah. doing. He's passionate about. Exactly. And if you're making money off of something that's your passion and you're making the same amount of money in an office like setting or in an office, it's pretty obvious what people would choose. And it's like you said, what he, I'm assuming if he um, you know, puts one Sunday into writing, recording and editing, he'd be putting out one video a week. Actually, he cuts the videos into four parts. Oh, oh, so he puts out segments. Yes, so he puts out around twenty videos a month, twenty to twenty-five videos a month. Oh wow! So if hypothetically, if he were to move to this full time, he'd be making a lot more money off of YouTube than his regular job. Yes, that is true. If he was so now he's dedicating just one day of the week, mm-hmm. and he's making the same amount. So if he puts in six days, he can make six times the amount of money. If you just directly look at it. Yes. I don't know. I, I think at the end of the day, it's a personal choice because see, even right now, I got a job recently mm-hmm. at this uh, Granite Factory, a full-time marketing job. Yeah. So the thing is, I'm not completely relying on YouTube because see, one thing is, I'm not very sure how secure it is because say I do start earning, it takes quite a bit of time. That's one thing people don't understand. Like it takes a couple of years for you to really start earning enough to depend on it. Mm-hmm. And even if you do start earning more than that, more on YouTube than on your regular job, I don't know if people really would consider a full-time job, especially in India, dude. Because see, there are a lot of big YouTubers in India, but how does it really look? Like, see, for me, it doesn't matter. If I'm a YouTuber, I'm earning money. And if someone else is a YouTuber and he's earning money, like, why would it matter? Yeah. But the thing is, a lot for a lot of people, it does. And even though 
Okay, what I'm trying to say is, even though their opinion doesn't matter to us, but those people matter to you. So indirectly, their opinion also matters to you. Yes. Right? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's um, it's not one of the, it's not those um, orthodox or traditional um ways of making a living. Yes. That's one of the biggest uh, issues with YouTube. And another yes. thing, it's very unpredictable. So your uh, what's it called? Your CPM, right? Yeah. It can vary per video. and it all depends on the people um who are watching which which part of the world they are watching from right yes yeah so in india right the thing with uh, ad revenue one thing people don't understand is ad revenue really varies a lot like in india the internet is so accessible and it's so highly consumed and it's so cheap it's all highly consumed because it's so cheap so what happens is you see a lot of ads and because a lot of people see a lot of ads the overall conversion ratio drops So what that means is companies really don't invest that much, and even their cost per ad drops quite a bit. So I have this friend who made a video when he went to the states about the airport, and he normally makes videos about you know bikes and cars, specifically cars, but in India. But just one video he made when he went to the states, and he made a video about the airport, mm-hmm. and that video got maybe half the amount of views that his most trending car video in India got, but he's earned over one point five times. Uh, the money yeah. than the car. That's because in US the conversion ratio is higher, and people invest more in ads, and people take ads seriously. Yeah. Here we just wait to skip it. We don't even watch the ad because people don't understand half the ads in India are actually very creative, like Zomato and all. They make very interesting ads. We should we should just pay attention to that creativity, but people just search the skip ad just like me when I do that. <laughs> we all do. I don't. I get pissed off if yeah. a video has like two unskippable ads. I can't go through yeah, that. Yeah, that is very sad. It's pissing off, but it's uh, you know, it's like a, I don't know, not a burden, but you know, it's difficult for the the person who's putting out that content. And uh, what you said, I was uh, I was recently watching this video on YouTube where um this. Girl, she talks about how much she earned, and she has a video that has one point four million views, and she has another video that has five hundred k views or something like that, less than five hundred k, I think. But she earned more money on the one that had five hundred k because in the one that had one point something million views, a majority fifty three percent of the people or something who had watched were people from India, so her CPM cut down. By I think three dollars. So the other American CPM was like four or five, but the Indian one was only one or one and a half. So she yes. just the other one, the one with lesser views, ended up having a lot more people who watched from the US. So that's why the higher viewed video took a hit in terms of CPM and you know earnings. Yes, that's correct. And okay, I just written down a few questions, but um, what according to you? um do you think the key on growing on youtube is cuz i'll tell you one thing a lot of reviews and a lot of indian products that are sold if you look at those reviews they have like hundreds of thousands of views but the guy is speaking in hindi so that is one of those things if you speak in hindi and you mention it in your title that it's in bracket hindi people will just click on it no matter what it is they will click on it but you know if you speak in english it's difficult i don't know why but it's difficult to gain views but according to you what do you think is like the key to you know growing on youtube you can see the quite a few things one thing is you have to optimize your keywords so before i post any video i go and search for what people are searching regarding the topic i've chosen to post a video about that's one thing second thing is see youtube has this one section called advanced options where you can put a lot of tags 
it's very important to put all your tags over there and not spam the description. If you notice, like some people they spam the description, like ignore tags and they're like what three yeah, hundred yeah. tags. So why they do that is because the actual tags in YouTube has a limit of five hundred characters, but the description has a limit of I think three thousand or five thousand characters. So they can dump keywords over there. So that actually doesn't work that way because YouTube is aware, like how Insta is aware. The minute you put a thirty-one hashtags, all hashtags yeah. are cancelled. Same with YouTube is also aware. So one thing is you have to use the tags. You have to use proper keywords. Uh, you have to make the thumbnail really nice. You have to make the caption attractive. The title also, right? Yeah, the title should be attractive. The thumbnail should be attractive. You have to have a very good descriptive description. Uh huh. You need to make sure you comprehensively describe what you're doing. and it shouldn't be very spammy like someone someone if the content of the video is about how to use a mic yeah. a lavalier la- lavalier mic it sh- the description shouldn't be how to use lavalier mic how to use lavalier mic in english how to use lavalier mic in hindi and so on and so forth it shouldn't be like that it should just be to the point yeah. but it should contain the keywords and it shouldn't contain too many keywords like the keywords shouldn't be repet- repetitive yeah. then youtube just thinks it's spam so that's one thing Second thing is about the language you spoke, right? The language is part that you spoke of. What's weird is today when I collaborated with my friend, who's also a YouTuber, he told me the same thing. He said, "See, this is specific to the biking community." He said, "If you speak in Hindi, Tamil, and Malayalam, you will end up Recent getting one languages. of the highest reaches." Yes. Yeah. So he's like the biking community is really well knit, popular, and the final important thing is that. biking com- language that specific biking community consumes a lot of media mm-hmm. so it's very important you speak in either hindi tamil or malayalam for you know if you're a motorbike vlogger in india yeah cuz uh, these are like three of the most uh, widely spoken languages and it's not just that so being a malu i know this Malus are attracted to Malus, so no matter what they do, they will support them. And I'm assuming even the other languages, because those communities are very, very like you know close knit, and you know they're all damn tight. So Hindi speaking people automatically get attracted to Hindi speaking people. People who speak Tamil are you know they all get along very well, and Malus are always you know supportive of each other. So that's probably why um you know it's easier to grow if you speak in those languages. Yes. but i like what you're doing uh, because you're not rushing to you know get this many watches or this many subs you could have done it by speaking broken hindi and just like adding <laughs> hindi in the title yeah. or whatever which are regional language but uh, yeah bro i like how you're doing it you're doing it at your own pace and you know you're you're not uh, cutting corners and doing dumb sh- so thank you i'm pretty sure a lot of people respect you for that as well cuz you know you know <laughs> after a while it's hard to like you know um not click but grow cuz always yes. on on the internet you will initially you might just boom and then mm. become stagnant for a while and then after that you again start growing so in that stagnant period people get desperate and start trying all mad mm. shit clickbaiting clickbaiting only like one of the smaller things or more common but you know people end up doing dumb shit so it's good for you that you're you know doing it at your pace that's really nice and uh, do you have any incidents um that you've caught on camera but haven't posted yeah, there are actually a lot of incidents like that like uh, a lot of my at least three or four of my friends have crashed while i've recorded and i've never gotten myself to post that because see that's something it's a personal that, thing 
yeah it's personal and second thing is it clicks a lot like accident videos are really really go viral like uh, even if you're not into biking you'll still be interested to see it i mean it's kind of sick but i don't know people really enjoy that but i have quite a few crash videos and it's very this like i don't know what to call it but it has a lot of content and there's a lot of interaction with the villagers who became very hostile also like we crashed we had one of the accidents it was pretty massive and it happened in a village and my friend who crashed luckily nothing happened to him luckily because he was well geared but the bike was pretty beaten up and it crashed into a small shop and it was not a kacha shop it was like a pakka shop like it was concrete it crashed into the shop and broke the showcase like it, it exactly went it uh-huh. luckily no one was there because if someone got hurt none of us were going to go back home alive because it was in the outskirts and these guys were extremely hostile the only reason they didn't you know do something instantly it was because i spoke the local language just telugu there even though it wasn't in andhra pradesh it was actually in between karnataka and tamil nadu but that specific village only spoke telugu i know telugu and so you happen to know that language yeah so that's the only reason we survived and trust me if i posted that no matter if i make a new channel and just post it i'll end up getting 10 lakh views or at least it's not easily not, yeah because people will watch it man. like that's something people want to watch yeah and again see this is the same thing um i'd link like the previous point to if you wanted to like if your growth had become stagnant you could have just posted this video and it wasn't even you crashing yeah. so you know and it's good that you you know what a moral sense prevailed i know what the saying is but yeah <laughs> you could have done that but you didn't so it's great bro i want to see you monetize your shit as soon as possible <laughs> thanks a lot actually that video is around 2 years old now yeah i mean well you know some things you, you just can't put up cuz too personal yes but you know a lot of people do that dude like they want to cut corners do some do some shit they like okay let me just put it up some people unconsciously do it like i mean without any bad intent they like whatever i yes. uh, record i'm going to put up but other people just do it and um, you're doing it at the expense of the other person cuz nothing would have happened to you so yeah what happened yes. to your friend then yeah he was all fine like his bike was in the in the in the service place for over a year really because covid and all of that happened uh-huh, suddenly uh-huh. yeah 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 okay so i want to ask you what would your advice be to someone who is starting out on youtube no matter what the content of their channel is see i'd say do not expect any results for 3 months if you do get good results i'll be really impressed i'll be really happy for you but for the first 3 months do not expect any results i'll tell you something i had see i have a private account you know mm-hmm. so i have like maybe 150 followers 160 followers on that mm-hmm. and when i started my channel the first 3 months i had only 50 subs like even my own friends didn't subscribe and on my channel like the initially i had around 10 videos the first 10 videos i posted i had only 8 subscribers which means i had more number of videos posted than the number of subscribers and many times i didn't have any views like one video it took two days to get one view i was thinking what is happening at least one of my subscribers should watch it yeah. and i that's what this don't expect in results if you're going to invest your time and effort into youtube do not expect to just grow in a day month or six months if you do that means you've been putting out amazing content and that's very good but see initially everyone's going to put out terrible content like i put up incredibly boring content which i have not gotten myself to watch fully 
like there are many videos of myself i mean many videos on my channel which i haven't watched fully mm-hmm. and if i only don't watch it like why should i expect other people my viewers yeah. to watch it yeah exactly because yeah i feel that's the same thing once you get sucked into the numbers you are screwing yourself over yeah. then you just become desperate to put out content once you stagnate like whatever i said earlier and then you'll either find yourself doing dumb shit or you just give up on you know something that you are very passionate about so look at it as a passion more than you know like something that you can make money off or you know get famous by because a lot of people yeah. they see videos go viral they try doing the same thing or something along the same patterns and that's all it doesn't click and after a point they like screw this why should i do it like uh, i don't know if you knew but uh, i used to have this youtube channel like it was always a thing for me to have a youtube channel and uh, i put out these videos right like i put out uh, it was specific nba videos and it was like the video game like nba 2k videos yes i've subbed to that channel yeah i remember now yeah what happened to that channel um i it's rotting somewhere it's been 6 months since i posted <laughs> the three videos on it three or four but uh, after a point like initially like i've always wanted to do something on youtube or the internet but after i put out the videos like i i liked it cuz it was me in control of the whole thing but at the same time i felt like i was simply trying too much or you know it didn't feel nice but uh, and i wasn't expressing myself that is one thing i was doing so i got the game 6 months after it came out so i used to put these tutorials on how to build your player to play against other people mm-hmm. and shit like that and um what happened was all the things that i had done after i put out this is the dumb thing i did after i put out the video i searched for similar videos and there were like 10 other videos which did the same thing if not similar and they got much better results out of you know the okay. character that they had created and i'm like shit and another thing is so because it was that it wasn't me genuinely talking and expressing myself and doing things like that or doing anything new as well so then i'm just mm-hmm. like let it be there if i'm interested in youtube again let's see and then i started this podcast and then now i'm just you know talking saying dumb shit which people might have heard before but then you know i'm enjoying like doing it for some reason this is some stress that i like i don't know if it's the same with you even if you get stressed mm-hmm. over youtube you still enjoy that stress it's i know it's, it sounds damn weird but it's like a yeah, very enjoyable stress yes that is true and one thing that i really like connected with is the passion like see at one point i was going out on rides and i was doing stuff on my bike and like you know like doing things on a bike ride i wouldn't normally do but i did because of a camera like recently when i went for a ride like i never once see i have always had a craze to see how fast my bike can go and i pushed it once to 239 kilometers per hour and i was happy with it but once i just wanted to break that 240 mark and that that craze died quickly because i realized i don't want to do that i just want to travel after i did a couple of trips i really saw what all i missed out on Yeah. So what I did was in the last ride was I actually it was very reckless. I pushed the bike to 240 kilometers per hour, and I when I went back home and watched the video, I realized I would not have done this if there was no camera. Mm-hmm. And that's when that was a big breakthrough for me because I I started reevaluating. Would I do this if there was no camera? Would I would do that? Like why am I changing who I am? What I do just because of a camera? 
that's one thing i did and it's good that you came to that realization because if you didn't you would have probably tried doing something which wasn't very responsible and you could have you know hurt yourself or you could have done something dangerous yes. so it's good that you came to that realization and now i'm guessing you're doing everything which ticks both safety and you know what you like doing yes so it is it's important to find that balance between adrenaline and you know uh, being reckless especially in motorbiking because see i have been in the i have been in the bike community for quite some time now like around okay not quite some time there's <laughs> any of my biker friends here that still know that <laughs> having been one year in the biking community we do nothing yeah. so anyway like i've I have seen a lot of these videos where these guys mess with cops and you know like cops always mess with bikers there's no yeah, doubt about for it sure. especially after the lockdown they just want to recover everything like just today I'm going to post that videos from my channel just today we were just shooting a few uh, pictures of our bikes on an abandoned public roads and there was no traffic whatsoever so we just parked mm-hmm. our bikes in the middle of the road we're taking pictures and a cop car comes and that dude is like um, okay so you guys aren't allowed to be on this public road and you guys are racing on the public road so you have to pay a 1000 rupee fine and he was really aggressive about it because he didn't give me a chance to speak and he thought i don't know canada but then when i responded back in canada and i told him and i told him why should we pay like i was a little aggressive like my friends wouldn't have spoken how i spoke but i said why should we pay the fine like i'm i'm this is a public place why should i pay a fine and then he just like really He was just looking at me up and down, just <laughs> taking a nice glance with his eyes popping out of his sockets. Then uh, we told. Then my other friend said, "See, sir, we have everything on camera, and it's recording right mm. now. Like this is a way of this was his way of telling the cops on camera, yeah. like we're recording everything. So if you think we've been racing or doing something illegal, you can review the footage. And then he's like, 'Okay, fine. You have to pay the fine. I don't care what you guys do.' And then I asked him, 'Will there be a challan for the fine mm. we pay?'" And then again, he gave me the same look. Okay, and then my friend said, "Okay, let's leave, let's leave." And then we left, and he didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Like I think he kind of was happy that we left because it would have gotten very ugly because everything was recorded on cameras. Yeah. But anyway, like they've been really going out of their way to catch yeah, bikers. Yeah. Like recently, I was reading this news in Kerala, and one of my one of my subscribers told me like he texted me on Insta. I recently asked, "Oh, is." I was Munar. If you guys have been to Beautiful Munar, any place. suggestions, homestays, this and that. One of my friends told me, "See, if you go to Munar, forget homestays. Do not come here because cops are really cracking down." You know what cops are doing right now? There, like, I don't know if it's happening right now. But this was a couple of months mm-hmm. ago. He's like, uh, cops are going to workshops, like, and then they're seizing bikes over there, which is very bizarre because it's never happened before. Cops catching you on the roads is fine, but cops going to workshops. I mean, that's not legal, too, right? Like, you're not allowed to. just bust in and seize vehicles unless you have evidence that the vehicle is been up to some I know illegal stuff I know what the legal term is but yeah I have no idea how it's really happening but I hope it's not happening anymore and you know when this started, when this happened uh. this happened when the government released a scheme where the cops get a percentage of the fines collected and this is all alleged like my subscriber told me this and this is not factual it's just news I've got from uh-huh. a subscriber so I'm not sure how towards factually but th- that that second i didn't really want to doubt it because from a long time all of my biker friends from kerala and from all over uh, the place they told me like it's kind of hard to get your way around kerala if you have a loud super bike and you don't have that you know number plates have a specific ind basically and size and everything yeah, yeah. and even the size matters Shit. 
so you know I mean, size does matter that's what but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the cops yeah. <laughs> cuz i'll tell you the cops really yeah. do mess around and now this not only biking i have an end talk okay uh, so a cousin of mine had come from mm-hmm. kerala and um, mm-hmm. i'd given him my bike cuz i wasn't using it anywhere i'd given him the bike and uh, i'm like bro you take it like use it wherever you want to go shopping or whatever and um, he was staying at some relatives place which is like 2 kilometers from my place and uh, this guy was coming to my place and the cops stopped him and they said that so basically the bikes in my name the cops stopped him and they said uh, you have a pending fine that you haven't paid okay and apparently it was some somewhere in davis road for not wearing a helmet so first of all two things okay okay wait let me tell you when it was it was in august and um that is just when you know everything started cooling down with the lockdown and all that things started opening out i haven't been to davis road on my bike in the first place second of all i don't let people on my bike without a helmet and in august i barely took my bike out so i have no clue where this uh, guy made it from but apparently it was there in the system i don't know if they uh, you know miss took or they took down the wrong number or if someone else has a fake uh, i don't know number plate as mine or what but yeah he just then my cousin ended up paying like 500 bucks and like we have that receipt now so i i think i uh, like i'd complain to them and they asked for like an email like i didn't complain to them but on the online site i complained like they said if you have any dispute you can give the phone number and email id of whoever the vehicle is registered in so i have to see where it goes now so yeah that's going to lead nowhere let me tell you right now the funded box is lost forever yeah yeah for sure it is lost probably in the cops pocket i don't know oh it won't be in the cops pocket cuz they i know registered it but yeah see this is <laughs> what i was saying cops just it wasn't biking but you know cops just end up messing around like that especially during this lockdown time cuz <laughs> yeah they you they know, they have to make up for all the money they've lost over the past like 3 4 months yeah and the thing funny thing is everyone knows where the real money is to cops yes. right it's not the salary they're interested in it's in the no it's in the salary the uniform can pay them if they really yeah. become entrepreneurs for sure cops <laughs> are the real entrepreneurs here being <laughs> a policeman just turned into entrepreneurship wow it's no longer about the service i mean yeah that's that's probably what it's becoming now cuz you know rumors again i don't know how far it's true but uh, there are a ton of cops who are making like double the amount of money they're making on the roads double the amount of money compared to their salaries they're making two times the money on the roads itself and you know they're able to pay and afford all these things that their salary their like government salary is not um you know it mm-hmm. doesn't let them spend that easily on so yeah just some such shit is going down okay let's bring it home um last question what are your goals for 2021 i really don't have any goals set for 2021 because it's so uncertain okay wait before you go ahead i have a question for you the two types of people people who sit and write down all their goals on a notebook or note it down or document it and there are okay. people who just wing it which category do you fall under definitely wing it <laughs> okay but if you have any goals apart from you know being able to monetize your stuff on youtube what would it be uh, 
stuff apart from that see i am uncertain about my wait you said apart from or just the... monetizing okay apart from monetizing yeah so one thing would definitely be really find out if i want to work for 2 years and do an mba or do an mba and work for 2 years or i don't have any idea whether i should continue my dad's business or I, mm. it's very uncertain for me that way yeah i really don't know what I, to do like see if i knew what i do i'd just be afraid of if i don't do what i want to do but if you don't know what to do at all the biggest fear you'll have is what if you like don't know what to do in the long term yeah and like, what if you don't make anything out really of damage your, your situation yeah yeah that's what and the thing about people who write down stuff and plan for a year i don't think it's really possible because like if people haven't realized lately life is very dynamic you can never expect anything so no matter sure. what plan you've written down no one cares yeah and that actually brings me to a point covid second wave is about to hit us it's now covid 20 is become a thing so now you know how unpredictable life is but yeah go on yeah right but i don't know how it's going to be in 2021 because see i'm pretty prepared for the fact that a vaccine won't be available for a long time because like if you if you see the history of vaccine it's taken decades not years decades to come up with the vaccine in a long time yeah and what yeah. makes people think that it's going to come out sometime soon without any ill side effects like that what is that face paralysis i read about man what is it just uh, can you go a little in depth face paralysis i don't know i see i read them in shorts and basically a woman who got the a vaccine done a shot of the vaccine uh, she just got face paralysis for like 52 hours or something so oh yeah 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 Yeah, you I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and there was one, yeah. one, some other person. I don't know how far is true, accurate, whatever it is, but that is really scary. Like, it's scary. Like, it's strange and scary. Yeah. And another thing, <laughs> I don't know if you heard, and I don't know, uh, you know, the full details behind it, mm. or the extent to which it's true. But um, there have been a ton of people on Twitter. and i know if it's the first wave of covid like the old one or the new wave that hit but people are losing sight because of covid like like a loss of sight is one of the symptoms now and apparently there are a ton of people who have recovered from covid and their eyesight wasn't as it used to be compared to you know back in the day oh, no. i know how far that's true but it's been popping on social media no dude this is bad scary it's getting so it's getting worse to like oh my god this is the prime years of our life like we are entering our early 20s it's important for us to enjoy and work on our careers but this is really screwing everything up man big time and to all the people who say no no you can be in your prime in your 30s 35s and all you chill you wouldn't have a prime <laughs> but you know people are like yeah. chill it's just 2 years and all look the end of the year first of all everyone are acting like as soon as the clock strikes 12 at midnight jan 1st covid's just going to vanish like some cinderella yeah. story that that's that's damn stupid but you know that's again it's just like i don't know it's just very unpredictable cuz a new wave's hitting things are probably going to lock down i don't know in the next month god knows what's going to happen in college don't know if we're going to have these offline classes that reminds me Our teacher was so confident the college is opening in October. <laughs> yeah. You remember? Yeah. He was so happy and proud that the college is definitely opening in October and she and I I remember 
I specifically asked her, how can you open when the government hasn't given out guidelines? You guys are, no one's allowed to do this. Like, we aren't allowed to go to the grocery store in big numbers. What makes you think people are going to come to college in big numbers? And that person was very, you know, she was very confident that it's definitely going to open. But it's December, where is I'll tell you something. Maybe... She looked into the future because she didn't specify which year is October. Second wave of COVID <laughs> hitting. She might have meant next October or the October after that. We never know. <laughs> Genuinely, bro. They said, yeah, October, everything's going to be back. Which October? Only now the cases are dropping. But at, but still, we have 24,000 cases a day. Which is not what with second still worldwide? Yeah, and and I see one thing is I don't think India is going to recover with another lockdown. I am pretty sure the economy is going to completely crash. We're going to go into recession. I, if you're not in recession already, I'm not that economically aware. <laughs> yeah, same. But yeah, shit's going to go down. It's going to hit the roof and it's going to come crashing down. Just brace yourselves. Um, if you haven't already, buy supplies and just keep like mug noodles and maggi or something in all your shelves under your under your beds and all that. Because you never know. I I I honestly have a feeling that lockdown, a second lockdown, is going to come, and all the people who had their um, you know, the Cinderella hope of COVID ending by twenty twenty one, like in Jan, then for a heartbreak, bro. Yeah, definitely. Because this is something. You better see it coming. Like, if you read the news, you know the second strain. United Kingdom, I think London specifically is under lockdown yes. again. You know what's stupid? I don't know. Okay, it's actually not a country's fault. People don't take precautions until something tragic has happened. And a teacher told me this. Um, when people dig for bore wells, they go deep into the ground. And, um, you know, they don't find water. So they don't do anything about the hole that they've dug and they just go to the next place and look for water. And then after a kid falls into it, gets traps and maybe even dies, then they're like, oh shit, it's dangerous. And then they make a cover for it and they cover it up. Why don't you just cover it up in the first place and no one is going to get hurt? Yes. It's the same thing with everything happening in this world. People just wait for something tragic to happen and then they're like, oh shit, oh shit, this is possible, so let's take precautions. Mm. What about all the people who've lost their life before that? Yeah, like recently, so many people came from the United Kingdom where the new strain was you not know, there, but the government banned the flight after seven people landed in India who tested positive for COVID. How does it make sense? Why didn't they think of doing it before? Like, does it really take that much competency? Are we not we're not expecting you to boost the economy by twenty percent in a year, which is a big ask. <laughs> Just ask you to ban flights on time. And this kind of reminded me. Tell me what do you think about this? So I had my friend Diren on the podcast a few uh, months back. Yeah, shit, it's been a while since I had my last guest. But um, yeah, he was here a few months back, and after we finished recording, he's like. Uh, Bro, I think governments worldwide came together and created the virus. Okay, the wild conspiracy theory before I go forward. <laughs> uh, people or actually governments from around the world came together to create the virus because or actually as a measure against uh, increasing population, which, you know, it's, it's going wild. The population is shooting throughout the world. And he's like, if you look at the history and he told me like in history, like all the pandemics or whatever have happened like these large-scale and outbreaks or viruses or whatever 
it's happened every 100 years and he says that governments every 100 years like world leaders come together and do something to control the virus what do you think on that like what do you think about that wild conspiracy theory it kind of makes sense because when he explained it to me i don't remember what it exactly was but he threw all these points that night i was co- kind of convinced that um, you know it might be a thing see if so now let's bring i'll bring you guys to this point remember how china was blamed for covid-19 yeah right you remember that part right so what makes you think that if they do come together and they do decide let's do this guys what makes you think china's going to take the bullet for everyone by saying let us be blamed i'm pretty sure china's one of those countries would say we're the last ones to take blame for it do you think so yeah but what if uh, they came together they like china you go manufacture the virus i i see Yeah, like you know something they've done some inky pinky pong and been like you're out go make the virus and start leaking it yeah china is a very very huh? sus country man so yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah i hope the chinese don't come after me but and him also it's easier to find <laughs> him but uh, don't don't come after us <laughs> but um, <laughs> Yeah I think uh, let's I think we're good on this episode we covered a lot of stuff uh, once again I really love what you're doing all the best for 2021 it's very weird saying that cuz it feels like yesterday I wish people all the best for 2020 and boom that's all my mind mentally I'm still in March and we're about to reach the next year's March but um uh, it was great having you it was great seeing you after a while and uh, yeah bro i i want to have you on the podcast again maybe in the future maybe a year from now um maybe new year's eve 2021 <laughs> and uh, pick things up from there but uh, before we leave guys i'm going to drop his uh, socials in the description click on it go help him reach his goal that's that's your final goal to monetize right like a thousand subs yes so i'm going to drop it just take it takes like 5 seconds to click on the link and open youtube and like drop a sub and yeah like follow his shit and check it out cuz a lot of people even though they're not into biking they like all these indian vlogs and stuff like that so um like ah i bit my tongue ah <laughs> check out his work um jatin anything else No that's it thanks a lot dude for plugging in man i really appreciate you calling me to this podcast cuz i really had a lot of fun discussing yeah. random shit at 1am yeah bro it was great having you and i feel like we always have like whenever we meet or we talk after a long time we sit down and talk we have really productive conversations so yeah. that's prob- that's why i want to have you on this podcast and um, yeah we're going to wrap up this week's episode uh, my name is adil that was jatin um, follow his shit i'm going to put in the description down below and uh, yeah stay safe if i don't put up another episode um happy new year in advance and uh, yeah until next time thank you guys